0: This is your Frederick Real Estate Update, a conversation about the regional real estate market with tips for buyers and sellers. Your hosts, REMAX Results, Darren Ahern, and Presidential Bank Mortgages, Terry Kernan.
1: Hey, folks, welcome back to your Frederick Real Estate Update. I am Darren Ahern, bringing you almost 20 years' experience in the Frederick area of real estate in Maryland and PA. And uh, we are getting ready to hit the spring market Good stuff, and I also have with me the man with all the money, who's keeping a watch on the vault over there at Presidential Bank Mortgage, Mister
0: Terry Kernan. How are we doing? Couldn't be better. Couldn't yes. be better. How are you? Doing
1: good, doing good. So, yeah, everybody's like, we well, never can tell we could do a live or recording this and that, and it's whenever we're doing things. And so, I'm doing good. I'm getting ready to go to Florida. I'm going to take some days. I'm going to go walk around on 100, 200 foot yachts for two days. Okay. And see yachts that are literally 100 million dollars and. I'm ready to have some fun, see what the lifestyle and the rich and famous do. That's where they throw all their money. And is, When you got so much money to burn for a big, massive yacht, what do you do? You burn it on a yacht, and that's what I'm thinking of doing.
0: So I'm going to give you a homework assignment while you're down there. Yeah. I don't know, but what I do want to know mm-hmm. with what we're experiencing trying to build a house, I'd like to know what the delivery times Oh, on a, oh on a, yeah. On a big yacht. Let's say a seventy five million dollar yacht or yeah. more. Okay. Okay. I'd like to know what the delivery times and what the backups are and what the supply issues are. Supply there. Chain issues on
1: a yacht. Okay. <laughs> like so, that so that kind
0: that's of your a house that's food. your home yeah. That's uh so that's your um homework assignment okay. at the show. So I'll do you, it. So
1: I'm going to do it. I'm going to ask the uh, salespeople and get all that, and say, "Hey, look, if I'm getting ready to drop like fifty or a hundred mil on a you know yacht of yours, we're looking at a year, two years, ten years. What am I looking at here? When can I enjoy it? When can I hang out in the hot tub on the back and have my helicopter ready to take me inland? You know,
0: that's the number one question I want. All right, tell us what you. What we need to hear, not what we want to. Hear. I'll
1: do a live. I'll do a live. Um, I'll do a live thing right there, Terry, and bring it to you live from on top of the deck, man. Oh, Perfect. That? So we're gonna Perfect. have fun down there. Looking forward to good weather. I think I'm gonna take a whole day and go out fishing out in the ocean, pretty deep and far out, and have a good time. And uh, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go check out Florida for a few days. So awesome. Well, All right. Let's get right into it, uh, Terry. Inventory real quick. 241 active homes for sale. Still struggling to stay above 250. Um, Resale is 124, so there we go. Like I said, um, I got some other news I'm going to share with you, what I feel and sense and all that good stuff that uh, kind of collides with some of this. Seven days, eight days average time median on the market right now and 470 average sale price. Um, 109 new construction. Um Coming soon. We did it. We're at 100. We did it. We did it. We did it. This is what we've been waiting for. Good. Um, Don't have much prediction. I mean, I'm hoping in April. I would probably say in April and May, we may see 125 to 150 coming soon. That would be pretty nice, but that's not going to be enough to fill up our inventory shortage gap. We would have to see about 300 coming soon to make any impact, I think.
0: So let me just interrupt you for a second. Just to review for our listeners... And this is so important to know. Coming soon, and, and correct me when I'm wrong. Not if, but when. But coming soon is you can put it on up to three weeks beforehand. Yep,
1: Twenty one days up to. Not too many people do that though. You but can, you can
0: take it off whenever you want yep. and make it go live. Yes. But here's the thing that you need to know that you that we have talked about on this show, and this is what's so very important. If you're one of the Thousands of people looking to buy a house, and you keep losing out. Remember this: coming soon, they can sell that house prior to it going live. Is that correct, or is that a wrong um, statement? No, not really. I so mean, they can't sell it without uh, turning it live. No, what's you the deal? Have to, no,
1: you have what well, a seller has to realize as far as MLS rules and regulations. You can't violate this stuff. You can't overstep and cut people out. Now, you can take an offer in. There's a lot of oh, so you can take an
0: offer. You, you just can't. You can take
1: an offer, but you okay. can't decide until it's legally out there as active live for the public to have a fair chance to be able to see the home or write an offer or whatever. Um, but they can do it. The way it works is, I mean, you can take in offers. You can have one or 100 offers in coming soon status and it's all at the discretion of the seller to when they want to go live. There's no rules on that, but you do need to go live. And you could go live for 10 minutes and then accept an offer. You can do that.
0: Okay. But
1: you can't you can't change it from coming soon to pending in one swap. No. You can't do that. That is a violation of MLS okay. rules.
0: Good to know. Good to know. So it's kind of like the uh, NFL free agent period, ah. where they call it the legal tampering period, there where you you're allowed to negotiate, yeah, before the opening of free agency. Is that kind of what we're looking at? Yeah, and yeah. then and then you can actually accept somebody's offer. Ten minutes into free agency.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's fine. So, yep, so yep. you can do. It. Okay, it has to be able to it show as it's been active, though. You really that's that's the rules, or you you really need to show that as an agent. We need to do that. Um, you know, you don't want to be in violation of something or get yourself in trouble. So, okay, good to know. Um, but buyers do need to know that that that's in important. certain instances. You know, even though you may not be able to see the home and come in, since status or just photos. We do see people throwing an offer sight unseen knowing that they can either have a contingency of an as is a right to terminate inspection or you've got HOA documents that's going to be delivered if it's in an HOA. You've got five days to review those and get out of the contract if you want, which means you could do due diligence during that time frame and see it. So there are some ways that buyers can learn that you can Go ahead and um, not have the risk of t- complete one hundred percent sight unseen. It's not quite like that, if you know what you're dealing with.
0: Okay, that, that's so you can legally tamper, offer a contract, yeah, and then as soon as free agency hits, boom, they yeah. can accept your offer. Yep. Okay.
1: And, uh... I don't even know the number of how many. I've had some people do that before. They've taken that advice. It's like in a community, it's exactly what they want. There's nothing else like it kind of thing. Those are more of the more apps things. I have had it in coming soon status on my listings where I have received offers. And... um, and they've wanted to know the obvious. Hey, can you sell or just pull this puppy down off the market and let's accept it and move on. Let's go right now. And by the way, I'll buy you a piece of pizza or something. You can't um, You can't do that. So. Okay. All well, right. Pending you. coming soon under contracts, 813. So we're down a little bit of what is in the wings to be able to settle out on. And the past uh, 30 days, 406 homes and an average time of 14 days on the market. And that is the lag time of the uh, winter market that we're coming out of that we're experiencing that higher level of days on market um, and now we're back at like 7 to 11 days as the average right now simply because 124 resales that's why that number is not going to go up Terry until we get to like 200 to 300 resales that number is not going to budge probably whatsoever unless we get a ton of 700,000 and above properties come on the market which we do not so there you go all right. All right, what's happening in your world? Let's talk about let's talk about the mortgage world. So
0: I'm gonna say one word, and that's rates. It's all about the rates. It's all the about rates, the rates right now. The rates. The 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 you know, I say it all the time on this show, enthusiasm breeds enthusiasm, fear breeds fear. In this case, anxiety is breeding anxiety. A little okay? bit yep. is the bottom line is is rates have shot up. They've gone over 4%, and they went over 4% very quickly, and now they're as high as 4.5%. Okay, 4.5. 4.5. So So I'm going to put it into perspective for everybody. Let's think about this. The last 50 years, the average interest rate that you could get as a mortgage is 7.08%. Yep, 7%.
1: 45 is a
0: really good rate. Yeah, it is. Is it the best rate? No. Did we see the best rates ever 18 months ago? Yes. Yes. No doubt about it. Those rates are gone, absolutely gone. Will they come back? I don't think they'll come back that low. But as I always say, presidential election years, rates always come down. So if you get a high rate today, which you consider high at 4.5%, we can look at refinancing you into the threes, probably in the next presidential election year, which is 2024. So don't worry about the rates. Don't let that anxiety build up. Don't get frustrated. Rates will always come back, or they have been coming back for us. But let's take a look at a couple of things, Darren. Why are they going up? What's happening?
1: that's what everybody wants to know. Everybody wants to know. Is it Ukraine? Is it inflation? Is it gas? What is doing all this?
0: So basically, Treasury notes affect mortgage rates. Specifically, the 10-year Treasury note affects mortgage rates, okay? The 10-year bond directly affects mortgage rates. Let's talk about, I'd looked at a chart and I looked at some numbers. Let's get some ideas how it affects. It's always going to be a gap of about one5 to 2% from where the yield is to where the 30-year fixed rates are. So today's yield is running at about two point three eight percent okay so logically you think well terry said it's within one and a half to two percent of a gap right now that gap is higher than two percent what does that mean that means that i think that the 30-year the mortgage investors are pricing ahead of schedule they're pushing rates faster than they should be going the 10-year yield let's look at some numbers what's the lowest that a 10-year yield has ever been All-time low, March 9th, 2020, one week before March 16th when everything shut down. The all-time low was 0.54% for the 10-year Treasury, okay? Today, it has gone up to almost 2.4%. So you've seen that it's gone up almost 2%. What we're looking at is 0.9% is where it kind of leveled out in December of 2020. So let's take a look at some comparisons. In May of 2000, 30-year fixed rates were 8.62%. The 10-year bond was 6.29%. Six years later, 2006, 30-year fixed dropped exactly 2% to 6.6, down to 5.12. The, the five years later, or three years later, it gradually kept going down, down to 5% and 3.5%. 2018, 4.8% six percent were our interest rates okay and we were looking at about um 2.3 percent on that so the lowest it's gotten the lowest our rates got was around january of 2021 2.7 so there do you see where that gap is about two percent so we base our rates off of the 10-year security okay what is the bond the bond is probably the safest place you can put your money Okay, so what you're looking at is people when things are going, when things are not going well in the stock market, they're going to take money out of the stock market and put it in the safe haven of the bonds. What I think is happening right now are people are jumping on the sideline and they're not, the bond rates are going up, which means the yield goes down. The amount of money that you can earn on a bond goes down. So what's happening, in my opinion, are people are taking money out of the stock market. We're seeing that correction, and they're not putting the money back into the bond market, the safe haven of bonds. I think they're holding cash, waiting to see what's going to happen in Ukraine. So all that pressure is putting pressure on rates to go up. You also have the Federal Reserve that raised the prime lending rate, okay? The cost of money is going up. So all those directly figure. So if you bottom line is if you want to know what direction rates are going watch the 10-year yield watch the 10-year treasury bond that is the easiest thing to explain i can go into the the ins and outs but we don't have enough time to do it that could be a whole show but the bottom line is is that they are the world's safest investments okay the bonds are but i don't think people are looking into the bonds right now and i don't i think they're taking money out of the stock market and basically holding on to it and we're going to continue to see rates go up but i believe that our 30-year fixed has been pushed higher than it should be so i think there's time that it's going to level out i I really can't see it going above five percent uh this year but we will definitely see the um the um prime rate go up probably about another five times okay yeah did i did i did did I confuse you on that? No,
1: no, that makes perfect sense. That's what everybody needs to know, um, you know, that we're probably going to, I predict we're going to stay with the adjustments they've made uh, to wait it out a little bit, see how the markets and everything react to the higher interest rates now. Um, I don't really see with my buyers too much panic. If anything, um, they're not really concerned. They understand that this is still a relatively very good rate. I think people are a little more concerned about where prices of real estate going to go. Are we going to see a little flattening out? Are we going to see a little bit of a, a downswing? And, 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 of course, I've had people ask me, are we going to see a nice big crash like 07 and 08, which emphatically is not going to happen. I promise you that is not going to happen. Um, it's like the Titanic and the iceberg. There are no icebergs in the water around us right now. There's just a lot of adjustments to make sure that, Things stay um, fine, and, this, and the boat doesn't go over sideways anymore, if you will. So that's what I see as far as affordability. That's really the biggest factor. Some people are just shaving it down. I call it they're they're taking their budgetary stuff, taking it from like a six hundred thousand dollar home to like five fifty or five seventy five. That's really about the only negative effect. Um, and there's still a whole bunch, of, you know, and that's still, you know, I'm starting to see. I don't have anybody leaving the market because I can't afford to buy a house now. And a lot of that is simply based on the fact that uh, the rental rates are through the roof. They don't want to go pay. Terry, I was just showing yesterday a young couple renting in Frederick Townhouse here in Bounder Creek, $2,300 a month just for a simple three-bedroom, two-bath townhouse. Nothing fancy. Wow. So... That's the we call that the rent floor, which means anything below that in a, like what would constitute that in a purchase price for a home of any sorts, anything of, and and that's basically what a mortgage. You're looking at a three hundred fifty thousand, three hundred seventy five thousand dollar home easily or mortgage, which means you're golden. I mean, those are pretty average around here. You can get you a nice place for three seventy five for the most part. Um, you know, so thoughts on that?
0: I think that maybe you and I just so people can understand that. maybe you and I should do a little bit of research and kind of say, okay, this house, the value of this house is four hundred thousand, the rental rate is 2,300. What could I get them into a mortgage for to make it sh- to show that that it's still better to buy even when rates are four and a half percent yeah, than it is to rent? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Is that's the bottom line. Twenty three hundred dollars a month is gonna translate probably closer to four hundred thousand. There
1: you go. Four hundred thousand dollar loan, right?
0: Yeah, on a mortgage. Yeah. So so if you can afford the twenty three hundred, it also does not take into the fact that rent you get zero tax deduction. Exactly. You're not okay? gonna get two,
1: three, four hundred dollars a, a month or you know, so that translates into a write off with the interest. Exactly.
0: Yeah, so how it translates and I can do this on another That's show. That's your
1: homework. I, my my homework, homework is to tell okay. you about the yachts and yeah. about the leg times. Your homework is work.
0: <laughs> uh, I like uh, your homework a little better. But basically, what you're taking a look at is is a twenty three hundred rent payment translates into cash flow wise with the tax break about a twenty seven hundred and fifty dollar mortgage. Okay. Yeah. So think about that. If you could do a twenty seven hundred and fifty dollar mortgage. Or pay twenty three hundred dollars in rent. I can show you through tax deductions how the cash flow is equal. Yeah, so I and that's can do something that on most people show. don't
1: think about. It. You're right. Most buyers, especially for some home buyers that have never had an interest deduction on a mortgage, has no idea how that translates into that factor. So yeah, that's really important to know about. Well,
0: well, well, and let it me... does
1: and it does de- depict what and it also depends on what their tax bracket is as well. So this is something where we're not CPAs. We want you to go to a CPA, um, and they're going to be able to guide you in in, the, in in that a little bit better. But it is very important to know that it is there is a gap of savings in there when you buy a home within the deductions that are out there.
0: Yeah. So just w- just the 30-second formula to take a look at, just to give you an idea and let your mind start thinking, is if you make $100,000 – And you are in the 20% tax bracket, and I don't know what tax bracket, but it's not going to be too far off of that. But if you're in the 20% tax bracket and you have $20,000 in real estate taxes that you pay and interest, not principal, but interest on a mortgage, then that $20,000 is deducted off of your income that Uncle Sam taxes you on. Right. That's where the biggest tax, that is your tax benefit. That's where it is. So Uncle Sam, in their eye, says, you only make eighty thousand dollars. We're only going to tax you on eighty because you were paying twenty thousand into your mortgage, real estate taxes, and mortgage real estate interest. Boom! No other deductions out there. Right. You do get a little, you know, gift uh,
1: child credits and this yeah, and that. but but, we but, don't do but that. this
0: is your deduction. Yeah, this, this is, is a big one usually. This is what we're taking a look at, and that's basically what it does. We can figure out a chart, uh, but that's where you save the money and you get more you get taxed less which increases your cash flow
1: good stuff all right all right there you go hey guys this is why you need to call terry up and get running scenarios and things like that um we're working with a few more buyers now doing the same thing and 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 figuring out what is the best path to run down um without just being a number on a blurt on a screen because that isn't going to help you when you're making your biggest purchase out there guys uh let's get into it today terry what's happening on the streets um uh one of the things i'm gonna have uh, my good old stager there sherry aldridge with um with the staging company she does a really good job she's getting ready to do one in middletown for me and i've had and you asked me and i've had people say to me you're doing staging why do you pay for staging darren what are you doing all that stuff for? i just what's asked that you
0: about? that 20 minutes ago before yeah. the show i said yeah what are you doing I, I said yeah why do you need staging and you had a great answer
1: because it translates into more buck bucks in your pocket as a seller that's what we want to do we want to be able to have it show because that's almost like saying look there's there's 10 there's so many women out there right there's so many women out there, and there's so less of men out there. Why do you have to put on a nice dress? Why do you got to put up lipstick and makeup and this and that? Like, why do you want to look good? Dude? Like, what what's the point of that? There's so many of you and so less of men out there that you're fine. You don't need to do it. Most women, I think, Terry, would react like, no. I still think it's good to look good to attract the most best man out there to, like, look good. I want to feel good. I want it to present good because you only get one shot in this sport. You do not get two. And that's the same idea. That will never change in real estate. And I think staging is so vital. And um, I've never, you know, I was thinking about this. And I'm going to get Sherry on coming up soon. We're going to get her in and why it's important because she's the professional. But something I've learned is this. I've never had a home that I've staged not sell for top dollar. Every home I've ever staged in my coming up on 20 years has always sold. It's never been an expired, withdrawn listing thing that someone kicked to the curb or a buyer said, pushed away and said, no, thank you. I don't want any part of you. Never had it happen.
0: Well, probably 11 years ago, 10 years ago, that's when staging was like people would be like, no, no, thanks. I'm good. And then when those results started coming in. Yep yeah and and the proof was in the pudding kind of thing became huge it became huge. I mean it kind of it kind of went skyrocketed and this is my opinion yeah is is staging you know fifteen years ago really didn't exist or it wasn't it was so a, yeah a, 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 uh, it wasn't a profession Not really. really. 15 years ago i don't think it could have been but, now, the but DIYs, really.
1: yeah the diy networks and all those the tv shows is what brought it on because that, that that brought the expectation level up too if you don't look this good you in trouble that's exactly what the shows have done that's all they've done mm-hmm. and so and to see the techniques and ideas and it's wonderful to have sellers that actually have watched these and they look at our lists and they hear us and they, we go through things and they're like, well, I already knew that, I already knew that, I already knew that. And that's a good thing. They already plan to do it. So it's actually helped our job. It's actually helped me as a real estate agent to not have to really convince someone in selling a home why it's so important, even in today's market and all that. So it is definitely an important factor.
0: Now, who usually... Pays for the staging.
1: Um, I would say probably most of the time the uh, the seller pays for it. They they would normally take that on themselves. Um, But the one thing that I separate myself as a real estate agent is I pay for it. I tell the sellers it's part of my package deal. I don't want the headaches because I've had people ask me. They're like, "Why are you going to shell out that kind of money?" To help me sell my home, you know, I've had buy, I've had sellers say, hey, I'll at least split the cost with you. I feel almost bad. And I'll say, no, it's part of my deal. This is what separates me. I do not want pushback. I don't want conditional stuff coming up that's going to be an issue or losing the amount of showings you're going to have because that happens, right? Mm-hmm. Or losing out on one even extra offer. Don't want to take that chance. Too much money involved at stake leaving on the table or not. I won't go there. I just won't do it.
0: Yeah, and and you also get a control if you're paying for it, who is doing the staging, which, oh, which I'm sure is very important.
1: Absolutely. And and, uh, and what's going to be done or not be done in some of those levels. And we talk about those and go over them. So it's good. always worth a good. So I'm going to have Sherry on. She's going to share her professional knowledge and experience on that. But, Terry, here it is in a seller's market, though. This is the other question that comes up. Dealing with this today, I'm getting ready to go to Peterson's Carpet today. A little blur for them. To help a seller, I'm getting ready to sell a very nice big home in Woodsboro, beautiful house. i um, getting ready to go pick out some carpet and flooring and this and that and the things that need to be done and taking that off of my seller's checklist that they don't have to worry about it. That's another thing I, I pride myself as an agent is I am going to go the extra mile and do make sure you are taken care of. So, um, Terry, here's the thing. I get this all the time. Seller's market. Does it make sense to do any repairs? Yes, 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 yes. You do not want to deal, not do maintenance stuff in that because it can come back and bite you, especially with a little bit of the shifting we're going to see going on the market. The reason why I won't skimp on some of the things that we need to pay attention to is you don't want to have less showings. You will have more showings if you do things. You're going to have faster offers. You're going to have a better offer that's stronger, and buyers are much willing to, um, you know, buyers are much willing to do any of the inspections and things, or ask for any repairs when you fix and deal with things. Because guys, still, even though homes are selling as is, ninety-five percent of buyers are still doing a home inspection.
0: Even though they don't have a home inspection contingency,
1: right? They're, they're still they're still yeah, doing them. They're doing them, even if it doesn't have a right to terminate and stuff like that. They're they're still wanting to do this. I don't care what you're dealing with. I don't have many buyers that I'm seeing or experiencing on my listings where they're writing offers and saying, we're going to waive the home inspection 100%. I've only had about three or four of those on my listings in the last year or two.
0: Yeah, and that's scary, especially for a first-time home buyer. Um, yeah, yeah. Waving huh? a home inspection, oh, you know, you, uh, I don't know. You can't do that with a first-time home buyer. It, it, it's tough unless they have a lot of money in case there is something that happens.
1: Exactly. And doing the repairs and things, um, you have the assurance that buyers are going to stay in the game. When Mm -hmm. you do things and you can show receipts, like the septic was just done two months ago, or the HVAC was just cleaned and done and serviced and things like that. These are really, really important things to do. So, all right, let's conclude. Two minutes left, Terry. What I see changing in the market, I get this a lot, and this is my... Thoughts this week. Ready? Interest rates. We know 4.5%. That's not happened in the last years and years, but this is where we're at. We saw it coming. We predicted it, and we've already talked with an election coming up in a few years. We'll see those dip back down so people can just, you know, refinance. Not a big deal. Affordability right now is the key. Loan-to-value ratios that you deal with, I'm seeing a little bit of scaling back. My buyers uh, being willing to spend a little bit less than where they were at. I've had a couple of them. They've upped their search. I had one yesterday. Email me from six to seven hundred thousand. Don't see that too often, but a lot of that's driven because the price is going up. They can afford it. They were already shooting a little bit low in where they were wanting to spend. They have the means to go higher, higher, higher. That's not everybody. I think the more norm we're going to see is, hey Terry, you approved them at six hundred. Now their comfy level is at five seventy-five. That's about it. That's that's basically what we're seeing. It's nothing catastrophic at all. Inventory is up over 100 now with coming soon. Uh, I, I have people asking me, you know, Darren, where is the gridlock going to like start to really loosen up? Where do we see the inventory need to be to free it up? And I say my prediction is five to 600 range because that's when we will start to not see the multiple offers like we're seeing right now. So last thing I'll share is that buyers are less likely to want to compete with multiple offers. I have one right now. Under no circumstance will they compete with a multiple offer situation. Haven't had that in a long time, but we are now starting to see it. I think the reason why is because they know, they just feel that we're just not going to overpay and deal with all the other things that that includes, which is the big stuff. And that's the underappraisal addendums and getting rid of inspections and all those kind of things like that. So, all right, folks, great, great being with you this week. Happy selling and buying. Terry and I are always here, and so is Lawyer Signature Settlements, who are doing four settlements for me in the next week or so. Katrina and them guys over there are awesome. So take care, and we'll see you soon.
0: Looking to purchase a home or refinance your existing mortgage? If so, Lawyer Signature Settlements is here to assist you with that process. Lawyer Signature Settlements is a local attorney-owned title company with over 100 years of combined experience conveniently located in Frederick, Maryland. We are licensed to conduct closings in the states of Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. With two attorneys on staff here at Lawyer Signature Settlements, we ensure the most thorough review process paired with affordable rates, accommodating scheduling, and outstanding customer service. So next time you need to place your signature on closing documents, call Lawyer Signature Settlements at 301 695 1235, or visit us on the web at com. We hope to see you at the closing table. Hello, this is Terry Kernan with Presidential Bank Mortgage in downtown Frederick. And the best way to reach me always is on my cell phone at 301 Or you can always email me at tkernan at presidential.com.
1: And this is Darren Ahern from REMAX Results. You can reach me anytime, 240-344-1713. Again, it's 240-344-1713 or at DarrenAhern at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Frederick Real Estate update. We will see you each and every Saturday right here on WFMD at 11 o'clock.